This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hi. And um, we completed, did we complete an assignment last night? Well, we sure started it. We started an assignment last night. Um, and Brian, I didn't give you a heads up on this, but uh, do you see a little button there that says, here's what we're watching live? Uh, H-W-W-W-L. Yes. Let's do a little, here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's What We're Watching Live. Okay, so Holly and I both watched Being the Ricardos uh, on Monday night. Nope, Tuesday night. Uh, another day. Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, you know, we should watch something else and then give the people, you know, a little review of it. And so we chose uh, the new Matrix movie starring Keanu Reeves. And Holly, how did you do? I watched about an hour and a half of The Matrix Resurrections. Okay. You and me both. <laughs> Let me I look like, at my app. I was like, we got to bail out of this. And my yeah. husband was like, but we, but you said you would watch it and Holly's going to watch it. And I was like, listen, I am comfortable saying I cannot go any further. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, I am sure. But I did do one extra thing. So I, I did. I, this one went to 11. So like I bailed at about an hour and a half too because this sucker is two and a half hours long it's two hours 27 minutes long i'm looking at my hbo max app Uh and i made it just a little over the halfway point okay so that's about where we were when i was like i'm done yeah there was some fighting happening and i was like i gotta go to bed oh i was over it okay but then i was like wait no i have to there's one thing i'm curious about that i have got an itch i have to scratch because I know Priyanka Chopra Jonas is in this movie. Sure is. And she's doing a lot of talking about this movie. She sure is. And if you didn't know that Keanu Reeves is the real star of this movie, you would think Priyanka Chopra Jonas is because of the way she's been talking about this movie. In that hour and a half, you see her twice in little flashes that last all of possibly four seconds combined. So I'm like, is that it? Well, I, I had thought, that th- I had that thought too, right? Because there's just little like blips. Yes, but then I thought, no, she's got to show up later. So then I was like, listen, my mission, and I do choose to accept it, is not to understand this movie, but rather to find Priyanka Chopra Jonas. It is like where's Waldo in the Matrix? Because there's so, a lot of people. Because there's a lot of people in this movie. So I fast forwarded until I saw her, and I was like, okay, start the timer, you guys. She is in, how long is the movie? Two hours and 27 minutes and some odd seconds. Yep. She is in a grand total of possibly, I'm going to say 12 minutes of it. That's tough. That's it. That's super tough. That's it. Okay. She doesn't, she shows up in one scene in one place. Not once. I mean, it's like, it's a series of scenes, but it's in the same, she's in the same place. It looks like it might've been maybe two, three days of work. Oh, Oh my gosh, you would think that she was co-starring, like she was top billing. She's barely in this thing, you guys. Now that is, Colleen, a celebrity publicity flex. Right? She is the master. 
She is the master of this. Bow. And I recognize Well, and I recognize this being right. that Priyanka Chopra has been doing a lot of press for the Matrix Resurrections. Mm-hmm. She, I you know, and she has wearing fabulous fashion. She's been doing press. Her role is but 10 minutes in it. Now, she is a global superstar, so I'm sure the people at Warner Brothers are like, well, put her out there. Right. Because we need her to sell this movie. Also, she has been more than happy to do that. Right. Since there was buzz that Priyanka Chopra might have a role in this Matrix sequel. I mean, we've right. been talking about this for two years. Right. All for a role that is but 10 minutes long, where many of the players that have not been really doing a lot of press at all have much more substantial roles in this yes. movie. Absolutely. So good on her for, you know, like milking that almond and making some almond milk. It worked. It worked. Now, um, I do just want to circle back to the fact that we both dipped out of the movie. Yeah. What was, what was like, what was it that really made it okay for you to dip out? That I allowed myself one, I was tired. Yeah. And I have the ability to recognize when I'm tired and that you reach a wall yep. in your day and mm-hmm. it's just, it's not worth mo- going on. Yep. Like I'm done with today. Yep. Today is going in the drawer. Yep. I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, also Colleen about the matrix resurrections. I've seen this movie before. Yeah. It was called all the other may try. Yeah. Oh. It was called <laughs> matrices. <laughs> the matrix. It was called <laughs> the matrix. And I saw it when I was in ninth grade yeah. in 1999. Yeah. And there was no spoon then. And I don't know which pill you took, but we've seen it all. We have seen it all. Yes. And as my husband and I said, if I wanted to read a philosophy paper, I would read a philosophy paper. The thing about this, this matrix is to your point, A, it's all been done, but B, this is not the movie that we need right now in the world. And what I mean by that is there is enough serious beep going on in this world that is like hurting your brain. You don't need to try to figure out this fictional uh, philosophy assignment. You don't need to. You don't need to to spend two unless you like are super into that. And that's like recreational and fun for you. It's not at the Lindstrom house. Like, I just want I just want fart jokes and like people falling pratfalls. Fart jokes and pratfalls. That's like all I can do. Coming right this now. Thursday to NBC. <laughs> Thank you. Fart jokes and pratfalls. Just like a full hour of that and I'm good to go. <laughs> I just couldn't. We were like, nope, nope. I don't even have the energy to figure out what's real. And every conversation is like, is that real? Did you just ask if it's real? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's real? What is thinking? Are you real? And I'm done. Well, it's very heavy. The Matrix is very heavy handed. Oh, yeah. With its philosophical musings. Yes. And this Matrix mirrors a lot of the original Matrix by design because it's supposed to be kind of like a meta commentary on the Matrix, which and there are lots of different commentaries. It's fun to read about it. But ultimately, it was like, you know, this movie hit me at a very not the Matrix Resurrections, but the original Matrix was released at the exact perfect time in my life. Right. Where I was very much like, dude, this is so cool. Right. Oh my gosh. And the soundtrack and the things. Right. And it was, it hit in that spot. Where you were, the, when you were very, very, very impressed with your own mind. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Like we all were. And now right. I'm just like, I want a snack and I'm going to bed. Right. Exactly. Like, I want a snack. This is too much work. And I'm going to bed. Like I said, fart uh, jokes and pratfalls. Yeah. That being said, I want to see more of Jessica Henwick, the actress who plays the character Bug. Mm-hmm. She 
was like, I was like, okay, like I'm here. And the guy who plays uh, Morpheus, I mean, yep. the spoiler alarm. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I want to see more of these actors and I'm, and I'm glad that they're given a big budget platform. And I'm, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, glad that Warner Brothers threw the money behind it. Mm-hmm. Glad that the Wachowskis are making, well, I think it's just Lana Wachowski who directed this one. Well, I'm glad that she's making movies. I'm glad that we are having these conversations out in big budget forums. That being said, I want a snack and I'm going to bed. I, but I, and I don't know if I, I don't know when I'm going to finish it. It's not a high priority. You don't have to. Holly, I want to just, you can shake that off like Taylor Swift style. It's all good. Listen, here's the other thing. This, this to me is the most delightful part of the matrix. It gives you an opportunity to spend some time with Keanu Reeves and remember what a decent human being he is. Like my husband and I started talking about like what a cool guy he is. And like, I haven't seen any of the John Wick movies. And my husband was like, you'd love John Wick Mm -hmm. because he just is like a quality human being. And he's not the best actor in the world. He's definitely got a brand, right? He does. Yeah. He does a lot of what Joey Tribbiani on friends would call smell the fart acting like it's very like you're you kind of get the feeling that there's like some off milk somewhere around him and he's trying to figure out where it is sometimes but in general he's just a really decent guy and so that to me was what the matrix uh gifted me was the time i got to spend with keanu reeves like kind of plays the same role in every Every single movie movie. yeah right like he has a brand and it works for him well and that's a a testament to being a true movie star is that you are out there and you're doing these things and you bring that quality to whatever role you're taking on. Well, and again, like I do want to celebrate actual big movie star actors who are quality human beings because that profession can yield some bad choices and has, right? And I said, like, he could have gone Johnny Depp directions and he didn't and one of the things that my husband brought up and i was like i forgot this about keanu reeves if you go look at keanu reeves fan pictures of him with fans he doesn't touch women when he's standing with his arms around people he'll he'll take a a a picture close to you but you can see his hand fully open he does it with anybody there's a picture of him with dolly parton and his hand is open on the outside of her as just a way of being like a decent guy Mm -hmm. and still giving people the fan experience but not like grabbing on to them he's just a decent dude i like him all right so uh we we tried having a movie club and and it failed it failed there is there (laughs) is no movie club on the second day we 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 tried. We disbanded the movie club. We're trying to do new things. And yeah, well, well, that, well, thanks a lot, Matrix. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I hate to go in this gross direction, but I really do feel like we have to, especially with the news that another accuser has come forward just recently, like within the last couple hours of uh, Chris Noth. Uh, we've got a couple stories about him and his wife after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts and I are hanging with you. Greetings. Our friend Brian is at the controls. Hello, Brian. Hello. And, uh, okay, so uh, it's gross, but we have to do it because uh, as of like the last couple hours, another accuser has come forward um, to describe uh, and share the fact that they were a victim of Chris Noth. Mm. 
Um, this is the fifth victim coming forward, and uh, has this victim has hired Gloria Allred, the powerhouse attorney, who is synonymous with all the kinds of stories like this that emerge. Yep. And really is there to uh, help victims, uh, female victims, come forward and, and talk about um, what happened to them. Uh, she will provide her name and her attorney will explain why she decided to come forward at this time. Uh, and so we are we are waiting for those details. Um, but know that this is this is ongoing. Yeah. And it is sort of like what we said. Chris Noth will have. We've heard we'd heard from a couple people in the beginning. And and if indeed this is a pattern, as we seem to see that it is, more will come out. Yeah. Now, originally, when we plotted out this segment, that news was not here yet. No, it wasn't. This news just dropped within the context of the show. Absolutely. During the time of the show. Right. So we're not quite we haven't really uh, we haven't been able to dig deep into it quite yet. However, what I originally wanted to bring to the show was a, a story that I saw not yesterday. Maybe it was yesterday. Maybe it was the day before. Headline, and this was in the Daily Mail, exclusive, Chris Noth's very upset wife, Tara Wilson, is seen without her wedding ring as she is pictured for the first time since the Sex and City star was accused of raping two women. Now, in general, I don't like these types of stories that are a pictorial of the spouse yeah, and sort of get in the middle of what is like really a difficult time for them. Sure. Right. right. The but even by just taking photographs of the spouse of the accused, right. it's trying to create a narrative around this story that may or may not exist. Right. But by simply publishing and sharing the photographs, there is context that is not context. You're creating a narrative that doesn't possibly exist and you're framing it in a very particular way. Right. And and this is a woman who's going through her own experience of right. realizing what her husband allegedly has done. And you're getting her in a very, a very vulnerable time. Now, mm-hmm. that said, sometimes people do set up these appearances. And I don't know. But what I do know is this, is the accompanying story... Uh, outlines what sources are saying is going on in the marriage of Chris Noth and his wife, Tara Wilson. And one, there was one quote that jumped off the page that I had to have a beef with. And this is the direct quote from the article. The source, a friend of Noth's, also insists that the actor is, quote, no Weinstein. No, and that, quote, all his friends are sticking by him. And that huh. was when I thought, I don't think I can read any further. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. And I say interesting in the most Minnesota yeah. passive aggressive way possible that this source mm-hmm. would contextualize what happened to these people. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's no Harvey Weinstein. Right. And, you know, I think we can all intuit what they're trying to say there. Like, there aren't so many victims. Well, it's dismissive of the victim's experience yes. and the stories that they're trying to tell. Right. And to the victim, uh, and rightly so, this is traumatic. Yes. And it doesn't matter how many there are, it is traumatic. Well, it's very patronizing. Oh, it's so gross. I was so it's grossed nasty. out by that. It's, mm-hmm. It is nasty. But you know what else is nasty? Chris Noth. Because uh, then today, the story is, Chris Noth was seen stepping out for a walk near his summer home in Massachusetts. Yeah. In, in December. Okay, mm-hmm. great. On Wednesday. Go mm-hmm. for it. 
Uh, and he was approached by reporters, of course, because Naturally. that's how that's going to happen. And um, when he was asked uh, about the situation, uh, he said, you have my statement, right? And by the way, he was like smirking. And he said, you have my statement, right? My statement is out. I rest by my statement. I'll let the chips fall where they may. My statement is my statement. That's all I can give. I will let the chips fall where they may. That is that is not what you want to be saying at this moment. Now, his statement, I believe that Chris Noth is referring to is what he said to the Hollywood reporter after the first two victims told their story to that publication. Mm -hmm. And I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me, but essentially it was like, well, these were, this was consensual. This was consensual. And then he said of the third accuser, uh, I don't know that person, I believe. So there was like, there were like two or three different narratives happening concurrently. Mm -hmm. But yes, those two stories, both of those were consensual. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I don't want to, I could get into like the the details of that and I won't, mostly because we don't have time. But also, this story is just going to get worse. So buckle in and know that you will get the details here uh, at My Talk 107.1. And I'm sure actually Lori and Julia will have more details about the fifth accuser uh, when they join uh, their show uh, on My Talk 107.1 at, at three. But in the meantime, in between time, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots coming up next after this on My Talk 107.1. I shouldn't have done it. What? Not gonna do it? Not gonna have done it. I went in for a second chocolate and I shouldn't have done it because... I, the first one was good, and I was like, oh, I like that chocolate. And then it went in for a second chocolate, and but then, it was not my favorite. So it canceled out the first one. <laughs> now I have to go in for a third, and everything is terrible. <laughs> Just kidding. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off. Holly Roberts is here. Brian is at the controls. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, yes, those crazy, stupid idiots. They're everywhere. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, there isn't one locking eyes with you. Oftentimes, we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. Florida. Like? We're going to the UK. We're going to Manchester, England. Oh. Yes. Well, we're going to meet a woman named Isabella. Isabella was out and about driving her Mercedes, as one does in Manchester. Okay. The problem is, is that she ended up crashing her Mercedes. Mm -mm. Sorry. Womp, womp. Yeah. Uh, This happened at around nine in the evening, and Isabella was on her way home. And uh, apparently she might have been out with friends, okay. you know, having a time. Was alcohol involved? Well, see, that's the thing, Colleen. She, uh, was, she was found to have participated in what the British call drink driving. Mm. I think they say drink driving. They do. They don't say drunk driving. No, they say drink driving. Because, oh. Which actually probably is the correct form of that. Because when you're driving, you're not driving, you didn't drunk it's drink. It's happening in real time. Anyways, that was, <laughs> we just went through the looking glass there. But yes. anyways, Isabella 
Uh, yeah, she was drunk. And she uh, was found to be 11 points over the alcohol limit Oof. when cops pulled her over in Manchester, England. That's not good. It's you a know, high score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, it's, but, but it should be more like golf. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not bowling. <laughs> yeah. And uh, apparently, you know, and she actually cooperated with authorities. So the, the reason that she's a crazy, stupid idiot isn't because she was arrested and for drink driving. You know, it happens. And I mean, that's just idiotic behavior. Yeah, Please no, don't that is just drive. garden variety, crazy, stupid idiot yeah, behavior. Yeah, that's just garden variety. Don't worry about it. And she was cooperative with authorities. It was very straightforward, apparently, according to the prosecutor. But, uh, and she admitted that she had driven the car and she was uh, Not in a way that she should have been. Well, yeah, but also the reason that she's a crazy, stupid idiot is that she actually had an excuse for why she got into this accident. These are my favorite, right? Because so so something happens and the cop always says, why did this happen? Because she admitted that she had had a drink to police officers at the time. Okay. But... It's the reason why she got into the crash. Why do you think that Isabella got into the crash, if not for her sobriety being questionable? Why did Isabella get into a car crash? Because uh, she was eating french fries and one of them fell on the floor next to her. No, good guess. Okay. But not true. Okay. Okay. Was food involved? No. In her story? No. Oh, because she sneezed. No, actually... Because I hate it when that happens when you're driving and you sneeze. Oh, yeah. Oh, the worst. worst. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen now, but I got to sneeze. No, (laughs) the whole reason that Isabella got into a car accident is because the curb was too high. Oh, gosh. It was the curb. Uh, this is what that was okay, too high. This is my children, by the way. Like this is this is so juvenile. Like if something happens, it is never their fault. Yeah, it wasn't because she was driving drunk. Right. No, Isabella got into that accident because of an unnaturally high curb. Well, I hope they'll be addressing that in the UK. I think <laughs> those high curbs. Those that, dang curbs. That's right. I hope that Manchester, England is dealing with their unnaturally high curb issue. By the way, oh, in England, gosh. they spell it K-E-R-B. You don't say. According to the sun. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, sorry. You learn something new every day. She uh, she can't drive for 14 months, okay. and she's been fined about $1,000. Okay. Yeah, and she she's to, got a grudge against the curb. And she's got a grudge against the curb. She, you'll see Isabella standing on the corner shaking her fist. Yeah. You, That's her. curb. Yeah. You're the one that got me into this mess. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it. If it weren't for you being unnaturally high. Well, you were drunk, honey. Yeah, honey. Yeah. You were unnaturally high. Yeah. Um. Okay, for our next story, I don't know where we're going. Um. This is any... Anywhere USA, I would say. Ooh, great. Because we learned about this incident on TikTok. We uh, we meet in this story a TikTok star, by the way, of by the name of Ashley Carla Vato. I don't know her, but apparently she has made a name for herself on the TikToks. Well, her husband wanted to do something nice to mark their first wedding anniversary. Aww. Boy, this is an old story. I'm just realizing. I don't know why I got it today, but it doesn't matter. Because it was just published on Sunday. Oh, it is 2021? <laughs> it says right there. 
December 19th. No, I... See, in the UK, Colleen, no, I... they put the day and then the month. No, I see it. Do you year. know what my problem was? I thought it was December 2022. I was fast forwarding. Oh. <laughs> it was my fault. That was user error. Okay. So, uh, they got married. These two got married on January 1st of 2019. And he wanted to do something to mark their wedding anniversary. So he went and got a tattoo. This is a thing. You know, people get tattoos marking big, important dates on their bodies. And so he wanted to get in Roman numerals because that's the other cool way to do it. You can't just put a date. You got to, like, do it in a different, like, be different fun you know? way. Yeah. yeah. So he was going to do it in Roman numerals. Oh, boy. Oh, So boy. he wanted to have 1119 tattooed in roman numerals on his uh body and he did he had those numbers one one nine one nine actually he had them tattoo on his body eleven thousand nine hundred nineteen. not the date the actual heart. number eleven thousand nine hundred nineteen. oh honey and okay. she was like, he, he was like, honey, I did this for you. And turns out it's just a number. It's not the date. And she basically said, I should have Googled it for him. And to which I say, hit, always hit up the Googs. Always. Always hit up the Googs. When in doubt. Hit up the Googs. Particularly when you're putting something on your body. Yes. That, that is, is permanent, permanent. And or will take a lot of time and effort and money to get off your body. And I want to say this also. This goes for if you are having something in a foreign language tattooed on your body and you just did the Google Translate don't just rely on the Google Translate. Take it to one, two, maybe five people who are native speakers of that language to have them review for you if you're actually saying what you think you're saying. Otherwise, you're going to be Ariana Grande uh, and you're going to have stinky barbecue finger uh, tattooed on your body when you think you're tattooing golden rings or whatever it was. What was it? Three rings? Seven. Circus? What? Seven rings. <laughs> Whatever. Remember? I mean, it's very clownish behavior, so yes. I'm glad that you brought clowns into the conversation. Exactly. <laughs> she thought she was having the name of her song tattooed on her, and it ended up being Stinky Barbecue Finger. So, <laughs> point being, hit up the Googs, and then hit up your friends. Mm-hmm. And and don't just, don't just go by faith alone, because, nope, the tattoo artist is not going to save you. <laughs> This is what the tattoo artist does. They say, is this actually what you want tattooed on your body? And you say, yes, I do. Or no, I don't. Here is what I want tattooed on my body. They double check the spelling, but they're not going to hit up the Googs for you. You got to hit up your own Googs. Because what if you want the misspelling? Thank you. What if they want it? We're going to New Zealand, Colleen. I would love to go to New Zealand. I got to tell you about a perpetrator named Klepto Keith. Oh, wow. Was he born with that name? Because I feel like he's lived up to his moniker. Well, Klepto Keith has a problem. Is it, is it stealing things? Yeah, actually, <laughs> it is. Klepto Keith lives in New Zealand and has stolen such things as a corrections officer's shirt. How do you do that? Yeah. Ladies swimsuits. Also, how do you do that? Um, also has uh steel toe boots, bras, shoes, 
He's busy. Klepto Keith has also stolen live eels. What? Yes, Klepto Keith is on the prowl, you guys. And Klepto Keith has actually stolen a bong and a Ziploc bag of white powder. Now, how did Klepto Keith steal all these things, you're asking? How did Klepto Keith steal all these things, I'm asking? Klepto Keith is a cat. Oh, and Klepto Keith walks around his neighborhood in Christchurch, New Zealand. He's a real cat burglar and has stolen cocaine. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Klepto Keith is tripping. Yeah. Oh, now we don't know where Klepto Keith decided to uh, steal the contrabands, but uh, apparently... That's what Klepto Keith oh, has been doing. Oh, that's a busy cat. Yeah, and apparently oh, so the owners of Klepto Keith have tried to lock him inside, but then Klepto Keith does things like terrorizes the Christmas tree and knocks no. down all the ornaments. Y'all, cats got to do what cats got to do. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're just living in the cat's world. Now, authorities <laughs> are aware of Klepto Keith and his behavior in the neighborhood. Uh, police have been notified of some of his uh, Klepto ways and that... Uh, He's been on the radar for quite some time with Mm. the officer saying we've been playing a bit of cat and mouse with the prolific offender. So anyways, if you're hanging up underwear, bras, you leave your bong around in Mm. the neighborhood, Klepto Keith is going to find it. Yeah. And he's going to steal it. Yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen to it. (laughs) What a name. Yeah, right? Yeah. Klepto Keith. Yeah, Klepto Keith the The cat. cat. (laughs) Just wanted to make you aware. Thank you. That not all crazy, stupid idiots are human. But maybe if you look at the bright I don't know side, how I'm feeling about that. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Watch your cats. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. Bye. After this on My Talk 1071.